Welcome to Retail Nightmares Podcast. My name is Alicia Tobin. I'm here with my co-host, Jessica Delisle. Hello. Oh, what a sexy dance you're doing that no one can see except us. I'm at the rave. <laughs> oh, yeah, you are at the rave. Thanks for taking time out of raving to record this with us. Um, thank you. I'm at the rave. I just remembered oh, wow. that my ring light has colors. <laughs> nice. So fancy. Very um, exciting. It's really exciting. That was a good purchase. It was a necessity. Um, so we have a first time guest this evening. He is a comedian who's not doing comedy really right now, like most comedians. Uh, he edits cartoons. It's our friend, Adam Pateman. Welcome to the podcast. Yay. Thank you so much for having me here in this room together where we are all sitting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're sitting in the internet together. <laughs> we're touching yeah. each other's faces. Mm-hmm. We're doing a, a chain massage. I put too much lotion on my hands. Guys, can I give you some? Oh, sure. Oh, please. I hope it's okay that I covered myself in sand so that it's a little <laughs> bit rough on everyone's hands. Oh, but. exfoliating. <laughs> I need it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, um, Adam, this... Oops, sorry, Jessica. I'd I was love just to interrupt gonna, you. It's fine. That's the nature of Zoom. It's Don't feel bad about it. Um, I was just going to say I'm in the midst of doing a deep clean of my apartment right now. And it's shocking just how much sand there is everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) When's the last time you even went to the beach? I'm not a real beach bum. Like every now and then I'll go to Dog Beach, um, you know, just to watch the sunset or something. But I usually don't even take a bag. Like there's no way that the sand. You don't bring a bag of sand home, eh? No. Well, Hmm. I mean, I like to take a bag of sand and puncture a little hole in it. So by the time I get home, all the sand has uh, come out and like made a little trail. But Uh, so you can so you can find your way back to the beach. Yeah. So it's like a beach all the way like the beach comes to me. I'm feeling like, okay. so when do you think you started this big clean, Adam? may not know but it has been a while a very long time it all started with cleaning actually it was during right before the first heat wave so that was at the end of june oh uh, beginning of july earlier but as as i mentioned several times in our discussion i don't understand time anymore yes it's (laughs) it's, not only is it wiggly circle wobbly flat circle and it also doesn't exist it's made up it all started because i was like i have been ignoring my plants for a year. I'm going to repot them all. And then, so I took all my plants off of the windowsill and then I was like, oh my God, my window is in terrible shape. So then it turned into like a multi-day window cleaning. And then, you know, when you like, you're like, everything's fine. And then you like look at a a closer scale and you're like, it's not fine and nothing's Mm -hmm. fine. And it will never be fine unless I'm cleaning all the time. So yeah, I'm like, my birthday's in four days and I'm just like hoping that I finish in time for that because I don't want to be living in chaos. You know, drag this into your next year. Yeah, by the time I'm 35, yeah. I want to like have a handle on how to have a clean apartment. But I've also lived here You're for almost... up. Yeah, I'm a big girl now. Older than Jesus ever was. Uh, sorry for that <laughs> burn on Jesus. But uh, <laughs> it's like, I have been here almost 11 years. So it's like time yeah it just it sneaks up on you yeah those big cleans usually happen for me when I move in and when I move out which is usually every two years (laughs) and if you (laughs) haven't moved in almost 11 years then like what is lurking what lurks beneath my apartment wasn't even clean when I moved in and I was so exhausted that I did like a really shitty job so anyways my I also am doing my painting thing yeah and I'm doing it in stages and it's like but it's been a long time. 
Yeah, it takes a long time to do stuff, especially when the only motivator is your own desire for an end result. Yeah, and you're the only one seeing it. Adam, you just moved recently. Uh, yeah, we, we actually, can you believe it? We bought a house. Holy this the, shit. This is the first time I've said it publicly. Can I have some money? <laughs> I don't have any left. Is it a condo uh, or a house? It is a condo. Okay. Oh, it's yeah, you said a house, a and I was like, yeah. you would I be the was... second oh, yeah. person in Vancouver I know that owns a house. Oh, yeah. No, a Vancouver <laughs> who buys a, a condo is the first person to say they bought a house. <laughs> yeah. Whatever you can do hey. to... It's not I call my apartment a house, it's so I get home. it. I just absolutely dwelling. Never say I bought my apartment house. Yeah, it's you, a synonym. You used to be neighbors with uh, former multiple guest Kelly Ogmanson. She was my upstairs neighbor. Yeah, I, you would yeah. just like call up to her and you'd have conversations on your balconies. And I we thought could, that yeah, was I would scream out off the balcony and she would she would come running. And she, yeah, that's she's Off just the always waiting for your call. <laughs> um, she'd just do a big cannonball into the lower floor people's yeah. uh, hot tubs. <laughs> I would see her cat put paws through the Aww, little thingy. Oh, Bruce. Bruce. But then you moved. And then you yeah. also got a dog. We got a, that's why we moved. Yeah. We moved so that we could have a building that would allow dogs. And same yeah. with Kelly. Oh, her yeah. Cat. She, yeah. She wanted her cat house. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I moved once was to get a dog and then I got run evicted and mm. now I live here and now I don't think I'll ever leave unless I get into a co-op yeah your place is oh, pretty great like yeah. it's it's so spacious I love it yeah we're all so lucky to have housing <laughs> we really are <laughs> of any kind yeah yeah it's uh oh real wild um don't take it for granted no. um so this is our cheer that you yeah, I was thinking today Jessica as I was trying to to deal with a lot of dishes and a, and a smoothie container Made I made a nutter, which is a almond oh. butter banana date smoothie, and probably one of the more difficult blenders to clean. I just make it without the almond. I just make the banana cocoa powder date almond milk, and it's I just make it without quick... the cocoa powder. Oh, but then that, that's like the chocolatiness. That's okay. So I think chocolate might not be my like jam. Wow, in, internally, I will help you out with any unwanted chocolate you may have. Sure. I can have it in small amounts. I'm realizing I just kind of don't like chocolate in general. Isn't that insane? Wow. I'm kind of on the same page, Adam, actually. Even like dark chocolate? Well, definitely it dark chocolate. I can't dark stand chocolate. dark chocolate. <laughs> really? Okay, then, yeah, you don't like chocolate. If you don't like dark chocolate, I don't think you like chocolate. Because that's like no. the purest chocolate. I like milk. I like Halloween chocolate. but See, I, that's I don't just like that I, stuff. Oh, that's my jam. It tastes waxy to me. It doesn't even taste mm. like chocolate. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I love dairy chocolate and I like filled chocolates and I do enjoy chocolate, but I don't if I had a choice, like I do really enjoy like a chocolate bar, especially like a Ritter Sport that has a thin layer of like marzipan or yeah. some hazelnuts. I love it. Dark chocolate, milk chocolate. I love it as long as it has something in it. Yeah, I think it's really flavor. good, but I can't eat a lot of it. And then if I had a choice, say I had to choose between like a slice of pie or a piece of, oh my gosh, a piece of like cake with like fruit in it. I'm always going to choose those flavors first. Mm. Um, but I almost think it's just chocolate fatigue because every single thing that's gluten-free is chocolate. You know, um, I have a, a very quick yeah. actual like retail nightmare chocolate story. We Let's love it. it. Let's get it started. I, so as you might know, I worked at Science World, yeah, which is, yeah. you know, that's right. That's the big Vancouver, everyone loves it place. And they have these rotating galleries where they have different, you know, science 
uh, explanations in this one gallery, and every month it changes. And we had the chocolate gallery, and I had to do the oh. chocolate show, and I had to talk about where chocolate came from, the history My of bad. chocolate with the Mayans. And then I, at the very oh, end of Mayans. it, I would, yeah, I would give everybody, <laughs> oh yeah, those Mayans, you know all <laughs> about it. And I had to give everybody who was watching the show, I said, at the end of the show, everyone gets a piece of chocolate, like actual cocoa for, like the, from the bean, mm-hmm. and that's why you should stick around and watch the show. And every time, every, like everyone would just put their hand out, I'd give them this little cocoa bean, and they put it in their mouth, and then their face would go sour, and there was a special <laughs> bucket for everyone to spit it out, because it's so disgusting. It. But like, you're mostly doing this for like, you know, elementary school age children, <laughs> yeah, and their parents. A lot of parents will stick around. Uh, yeah, well, they're the ones who are like, "Oh, I love a bitter, you know, mm-hmm. craft beer or whatever." But like, I even I think one time I accidentally bought ninety percent cocoa chocolate, and I was like, "I can't even do it." Like, I think no. I <laughs> I left it at my friend's house, and I think it's still in his freezer. <laughs> like, it's it's really like intense. Like, I've had phases with dark chocolate, like the ninety. It's dirt. It's literally dirt. Yeah. It's like eating <laughs> coffee grounds. And some people are into that. But like, I just love, I love a dark chocolate. To me, it's like, I said to Jay the other night, I forget what it was, but I was like, we're such adults because it was, <laughs> <laughs> we were. Artisanal chocolate. Yeah. Well, like we, you know, there's like chocolate bars, but I buy like the big size how the French do it. They have like a stack of their dark chocolate bars, like in the cupboard, like it is an ingredient. Yeah. It's like a, a, st- a staple, like having crackers. Or, yeah. And that's, yeah. and I like it like that. Um, and cause I don't ever have a ton of it. You never need like to eat a whole bar. Like I just have, you know, a few pieces that I savor over like, you know, while we're watching a movie and then it was also really hot. And I was like, do you want some sorbet? And I, I have two <laughs> flavors of sorbet. And so I like, gave us like little cups of sorbet and we were eating like dark chocolate and sorbet. And I was like, we're really adults, aren't we? And Jay was like, this is just candy. And I was like, (laughs) you're You're fired. That's true. No, like he's, he's correct. And I will also just eat like a bunch of high chews as well, but it just, it's like the adult acceptable version of candy. No, I love that. I'm just too afraid to own dark chocolate because I have a dog now. Like, uh, if he yes. gets around that, that's, he's done for. You just got to put it he's in the fridge. He's not done for, but it's really well, not, it has to be a lot. It's not no. great, but you just put, stick it in the fridge. He's, he can't get in there. Well, you don't even like dark chocolate. I know you don't like it. Well, just exactly, give it to me. But my wife loves it. Oh. I have a whole bunch of fears like that. Like xylitol is also very dangerous for dogs. Theobromine, xylitol, you some know, things. You know what you're talking about. The theobromine is what I had to talk about in this chocolate show at Science yeah, World. It's, uh, it also it kills work parrots. At Science World. I know parrots. a lot of strange facts, and then I'll remember things that I learned only once for one person, and then, <laughs> but also struggle to organize my life in any way. Um, it's different parts so yeah, of your brain. Yeah, I just don't um, know stuff. Uh, yeah, <laughs> having a dog. Like I bought this new shoe polish and was really pleased with myself and when I opened it there had one of those little safety lids on the inside that little foil paper covered thing I did it Hank was sleeping he came out everything was put away and then I noticed he had the lid in his mouth uh-huh. and it says right on the bottle not safe for animals and I'm just like uh-huh. watched him for like two hours I'm like he's fine <laughs> but yeah you, my whole life has changed around like having a dog in a way that kind of hit home today where I would normally never forget something like that but I do worry that he'll get like Sometimes I just buy ice cream because it's like vanilla and he can have some too. Anyways, um, 
That's also just cute as hell. Adam, did you want to yeah. tell us another retail nightmare? Or did you want us to, to do uh, one each and then come back to you? What what would you prefer? Well, I've had so many jobs in the years. You, you were a you... balloon animal maker in <laughs> Central Park. <laughs> that wasn't even on my list of, of yeah, because I don't even count that because that was me being self-employed. But yes, oh, I wow. did mix balloon animals in Central Park. I do have stories about that if you want to hear some of those. like Whatever you, you want. Choose really? an occupation. Anything. I mean, we don't want to like uh, derail you from the stories yeah, you had. Do what you on want, Dad, no. and then we'll have you back to talk about the balloon animals when you start running <laughs> out of stuff. Hey, this is all organic. I'll, I mean, I'll tell you, I, I had a lot of celebrity sightings as a balloon animal artist. I'll just tell oh. those quick stories. Yeah. I had... The girl who played maybe Fyung K from Arrested oh, yeah. Development. Alia so Shawkat. Cool. That's the one. one she of the was coolest. so nice. She and I was like, this person looks a lot like her. And as she approached, like she actually came up and bought uh, a Kermit the Frog. Or no, no, that's my next story. She bought a, an Elmo. Um, nice. Because I could, that was my thing is I would make Elmo and balloon, uh, Elmos and swords and flowers and um, but my specialty was like Elmo and Cookie Monster and a bunch of things. And so she bought the Elmo. And Alicia's she, jizzing her pants right now. <laughs> but then. So am I. I had this in the same spot because I, this was like my celebrity spot. I was like, it was in this weird Upper East Side part of Manhattan in, in Central Park. And I, I got approached by this, this like older lady and her two kids and she was like, oh, can I buy a Kermit the Frog uh, balloon? But can you fix his eyes? Give him those weird Kermit eyes. And I was like, oh, yeah, of course. This lady knows what she's talking about. And then her kids are playing in this like playground area, like maybe six, seven feet away from where I'm set up. This kid's on the swings and stuff. And then they come back and they get another balloon. And the little girl that's um, with them, she goes, my grandfather was Jim Hansen. Oh, my God. And I was like, what? And I started talking to the family, and sure enough, that that this was the daughter of Jim Henson, and Jim Henson's two grandkids had bought a Kermit the Frog balloon off of me, and the teenage son was like wearing a Punisher shirt. I'm like, hey, cool <laughs> Punisher shirt, and he's like, yeah, well, okay, cool. But they were so freaking nice, and uh, I don't know. I guess that's the end of the story. So I don't know if it's a good story. That's great. But- <laughs> the next day, they they served you with papers, a yeah. cease and desist. <laughs> yeah. I, they could have. They honestly yeah. could have. <laughs> but I feel like, I mean, it's a, an iconic enough thing. That's so cool. And I love that she's like, can you fix the eyes? Like, you got to oh, give him the weird <laughs> little eyes. That, that was the only time I ever tried to make a Kermit the Frog balloon. The first and only time I ever made a Kermit balloon. And it was just like trying it out. Wow. What are the chances? One of his, one of his oh, family wow. members buys it. So That's so that sweet. How much was a balloon? I always said it was by donation. And people would yeah. be like, a donation to who? I'm like, to me. <laughs> um, so it was always by for tips. But the thing is, in New York, everybody always has cash on them because it's such a cash-oriented city. And so the minimum is like a dollar for tipping anyone for anything. And so they're like, oh, but this is also nice. So I'm going to give you some other paper money. Oh, nice. That's a Muppet Babies from, is that, I know that that came on a skateboard Came from McDonald's, yes. Yeah, I had the same McDonald's Kermit the Frog Muppet Uh-oh. Babies toy from 1992. I was just like, yeah. I know this is close by. I know that I have an example of Kermit's <laughs> And those are the eyes. eyes. So, yeah. yeah. The Kermit eyes are a circle with two, it looks like a UFO in his eyes. Or like, if you turn it upside down, it's almost like a Mickey Mouse or like a 
Princess Leia head style. Um, That's cool. When you started this story, I was excited because I thought you were talking about the Central Park in Burnaby near Metro (laughs) Town. And then when I found out you were actually talking about the boring old Manhattan (laughs) Central Park, I was like, I used to live right by the Burnaby Central Park and they have different balloon animals and different celebrities. Yeah, I honestly, that place is covered in condoms because apparently it's a big like midnight meetup. It's like for, a cruising place. It's a total Craigslist sex meetup place, apparently. Oh, and really? I went, I did pitch and putt in Central Park in Burnaby and next to every tree was like two condoms wow. on the ground because I guess that's, it's like a good place. You can hold on to branches. It's easy. But like, there, there's it's lots crazy. of uh, privacy there. The paths are very mm-hmm. like it's circuitous. It's a park. I love. I yeah, I lovely park. place to make love under the stars. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've been there multiple yeah. times. Somewhere. <laughs> Is that the sound oh, of yeah. under star sex? Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> some good that's stuff. a romance, baby. <laughs> oh <Never> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, this bark is so hard. <laughs> Ow, ow, ow. Okay. Um. There's, there's a, tr- I have a Central Park story. There is a tree in there somewhere. I would never be able to find it. And I'm sure the tree has since grown around the object that, uh, my dad was like really big into climbing trees. He was like a real monkey man would just like climb a tree at any given opportunity. And we had a toy similar to this, uh, Kermit Muppet Babies, uh, Happy Meal toy, but it was a, a dinosaur toy from I think it was from Subway and uh, I don't know why but my dad was like this will be really cool I'll climb a tree and I'll put this little dinosaur toy like in between two branches like sort of big like where the trunk splits into two and he's like and this will be like our secret like we know where it is and we can come back and visit it and that was probably like 15 years ago (laughs) that is adorable 20 years ago But I can remember in my mind exactly what the dinosaur toy looks like. It was like a light mauve color and it had like lime green patterns on its back. Let's find it. Let's take the show on the road. But it's got like you would really have to climb up to get it. Like I hope birds have built nests around it. I mean, when when you think about it and you're like, oh, he stuck a piece of uh, not biodegradable plastic into a forest like that is not great, but. Hey. Oh, I mean, there's condoms all over the place. There's bigger yeah. problems. That's true, there. but that's like biological, like that, like latex breaks down. You know, mm-hmm, that's true. Eventually, yeah. And it's a fun, fun little. Hey, thing you know to what? Find. You don't know. You never know. That toy may have been made from recycled condoms. Jizz. So. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, that was a subway thing. That's how it yeah. glowed in the dark. <laughs> it was like when they compress your ashes into a gemstone. Yeah, uh, old condoms are compressed into a dinosaur. <laughs> I want to come back as a bunch of old condoms. Oh yeah, not new ones, just old ones. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that that'll be on your tombstone. Yeah, Don't that's worry. how. I uh, hope I'm I'm I hope I'm still here. As condoms. No, I know exactly what my tombstone's going to say. I've, I mean, I don't want to be buried. I would like to be in one of those tree pod things where like a oh, tree yeah. grows out of you. I hope by the time I kick the bucket, that's like more uh, acceptable and like legal in everywhere. But uh, I have told Jay like what I want on my headstone. And I just wanted to see, say, here lies the night burper. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I wanted to it. say. That's it. I mean, like, you could maybe put, like, my name and, like, 
dates of you should birth put and death, like but... an industrial like recording device like in the ground Ooh, that burps. Of my burp yeah yeah and like it, and it's on like a, a nuclear battery so it never yeah. runs out of juice it's just like yeah and everyone gets years a little now. bit of radiation Whoa. if they come by <laughs> yeah that's the one i love it it would be great if i could burp right now i am drinking a carbonated beverage but it's really at night when they they like awesome take they on bloom. a life of their yeah. own when i'm walking around the neighborhood and they are so loud that they echo off the sides of the buildings it's like how banshees can only be heard at night there exactly. you go. I'm a, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a burp banshee. Burp she. I'm a burp she. Um, that's very cool, though. I don't mean to, like, uh, actually say that uh, Burnaby Central Park is cooler than uh, Manhattan, but that is cool. And it makes a lot more sense why there were <laughs> cool celebs there. But I was yeah. I was all excited because, like, Alia Shawkat came to one of uh, my band's shows, like, many years ago here. And I was going to be like, oh, was it in 2015? Like, did you see her then? Because that's when she was here. Shooting a movie that I never actually wound up watching. But she's so cool. Have you watched the show Search Party? Mm-hmm. I love Search Party. She's so good on it. Like, she's I, like, She is. She's a really good dramatic actor, I didn't realize. <laughs> and have you seen... I guess it's like the same casting director, but they did this movie called uh, Save Yourselves. No, and I it's haven't. Like, it's her boyfriend on Search Party. Mm-hmm. And it's it's one of the best sci-fi movies I've ever seen. Oh. And it's one of the best comedy movies I've ever seen. What? And it came out like two years ago. No one knows about it. It's an alien invasion movie. And it's all Save the people yourselves. from Search Party. Oh, Save I yourselves. remember. I saw so the trailer. Good. It's already on my watch list. I did see the trailer. Yeah. And it's, it's got it's got uh, John Early's in it and uh, the guy from High Maintenance, which yeah. I really like. Yeah. Yeah. He's great, too. Oh, yeah, man, it's so that good. Show, Highly that recommend. Show rocks. There's so many people. Yeah, it's like the, just the New York actors that are like all in the same shows. I actually wrote a spec script for High Maintenance about being a balloon animal artist. Oh my god, that see, Central yeah, Park. that story feels like it would fit right in on that show, right? And then they canceled the show, so now it's just like a, a spec script that I can't use. So don't it's turn just it into a, a movie. Yeah. And it'll be a 22 minute long movie balloon, (laughs) balloon boy, baby (laughs) dreams, balloon boy, baby dreams. It's going to sweep the title, the festival (laughs) circuit. Um, Yeah, I have hacked into your hard drive. That's how I know. Oh, that's why that makes a lot of sense. Uh, Alicia, do you have a retail nightmare? It's really quick. Um, I was at rain or shine ice cream. Delicious. Many locations, at least two. A great locally made ice cream place, and they have lots of strict protocols. How many people can be in the store? The total is eight, not eight groups. And everyone's masked still, etc. And it's kind of like you have to move really quickly. You order, there's like sometimes like 30 people behind you in line. Jesus. It's like I always like move as fast as I can. My friends move as fast as they can. We get our stuff. And I turned around and the two people ahead of us were just taking selfies inside with their ice cream, like holding it out, smiling, taking pictures. And I was and I just couldn't believe it. It was so bad and so funny at the same time. Uh, I'm sorry. I was just trying to promote their brand while also <laughs> getting some free ice cream. <laughs> yeah. And also spreading the Delta variant. Um, so, yeah, it just was like, what the fuck are you doing? Get out of here. Yeah. And. Like, people had started coming in, and there was, like, now at this point, like, 14 people in an eight-person location. And, uh, yeah, I feel like I feel like it was funnier in my head. 
people are clueless. No, I've seen I've seen people doing selfies where it it's just like I mean, we're allowed to laugh at people taking selfies. Like it is funny. Like True. no matter what. Like I know everyone does it and it's like a valid way of documenting your life and it's, you know, I'm not like making fun of it, but it is always funny when you see someone doing it cuz you're like, "Oh, is this for your <laughs> your vlog like i think it's especially funny when they're filming themselves oh my gosh yeah i always want to submit it to uh influencers in the wild in influencers <laughs> influencers influencers in the wild oh i haven't seen that is that like oh it's just it's an instagram funny. account where it's, all it is is just people doing tiktok videos in public spaces and then it's somebody filming it from afar and it's always hilarious and i see it like I don't know, four times a day, I see somebody doing some, you know, video of themselves and stuff. And it's like, oh, this is, it's not even just an Instagram account. It's just life. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Jessica, do you have a retail nightmare, a dream experience? I do. It's very brief. <laughs> That's it. Is it. It's not even night. That's pretty good. Uh, the sun is setting. It's night. Yeah, it's it's, it's dusk. It's after eight o'clock. No, okay. I do have a real one. And it is from this week whatever day it was uh jay and i it's very rare for us to like go on a walk during the day we usually wait until the sun is down so we don't so have you can to burp. so i can burp and like so there's you know when you have to like slather yourself in sunscreen every time you go out it's like i'll just wait until the sun is down so i don't have to do that step also the sunscreen i like is expensive yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, me too so we went to what is your favorite store uh, that I don't like? London Drugs. I could not oh, remember the yeah. name for a second. Um, we went to London Drugs because we have had like these two soda stream canisters in our <laughs> closet for so long. And we stopped using our soda stream like a while ago. And we just didn't we didn't want to keep using it. And so we were like, OK, we'll just take these back because that's where you go to exchange them for new ones. So like, we'll just uh, return these and we'll buy, I think I had to buy like rubber gloves or something. So we had many reasons to go, but that was one of them. And they're heavy. They're annoying to like carry with you. And so we went, we grabbed our things and we were like in the checkout and we we're like, oh, and we have these uh, soda stream canisters to return. And the woman was like, great. And then she was like, wait, you're not getting new ones. And we were like, no, we're just returning these ones. She was like, you don't. But you <laughs> does not compute. You don't want new like she's like not any of them and her face I could only see the top of her face because she was wearing a mask but it looked like she was about to start crying like she looked so <laughs> sad and so upset for us and we're like no we don't we don't want any more and she was like not not any and we we're like no and she was like well you don't you know the deposit is really little like it's it's like so low and that and we we're like yeah that's okay like we just don't want these in our home like they're empty and so she called over like two other employees and they were all like why don't you want more and we're like has no one ever done this before it was so <laughs> weird and so they basically like pressured us into keeping them because I think if you exchange it, you get like $16 off. But if you yeah. just return it, you only get a yeah. dollar back. And they were all like so upset for us at this loss of value, which like <laughs> a canister doesn't cost $32. It's like a perceived made up thing that they're like, oh, it's only 16 if you exchange it. And it's uh. like, yeah, that's what the price is, which is still a huge inflation. 
But so we're like, I guess we'll take them back. And then they were all like, oh, they all like were so relieved. And I was also like, <laughs> we did it. <laughs> you can just have them. And if you have a soda stream thing, you can exchange it. Like, you know, like, I don't care. Like, this is so it was so bizarre. Sorry, I missed. Are you just not using your soda stream anymore? No, we haven't used it in months. Like, we just don't want to keep using it. Oh, you don't like bubbles. You just like regular old flat water? Uh, no, I, I'm still drinking <laughs> bubbles, but it's in a See, can. And I've started doing that, too. I've started buying La Croix, and I call it La Croix. I don't care what people call it. And it is significantly better. I don't know what it is that they do. Like, the bubble amounts are better than a soda stream. I've even got, like, the bub- the Michael Buble drops oh, yeah, for yeah, my I've soda stream. Too. It's fine, but nothing beats a can of La Croix. Yeah, it's just like, I didn't want to keep using that thing. and, and it's, it's expensive. Uh, Even it after expensive. the exchange, it's like 22 bucks after all is said and done. It's yeah. time. Yeah, Ugh, but it was crazy. just so weird. I guess we were the first people to ever do that because but it was also like once you make the investment they're like we have you forever and like they keep raising the prices london drugs is really weird because they have a strange monopoly on not only soda stream but it's also the only place in the city where you can recycle soft plastics yeah and we do that well like we have all these plastic bags and like most of our garbage is like we wash chip bags and we take them back there but the city doesn't do it. Only yeah. London Drugs does. And we had to get our marriage license at London Drugs. We did that too, yeah. It's the only place you can do it. Why? I had to go to Richmond. London Drugs is weird. And that's also like where you get Fitbit stuff. Like for yeah. me, because I prefer a shopper's drug mart, which I know is like a smaller drugstore. It's not, doesn't have the huge like department store feel of the London yeah, drugs. They, they don't sell TVs like no, London drugs. Well, but that's the other thing is Jay and I want to buy a TV and we're like, oh, we're at London drugs. Let's check out the TVs here. They don't sell TVs like below a certain size anymore. Mm-hmm. Like we want to get one. Like we live in a 400 square foot apartment. We don't want a giant ass TV. We just want like a, I think it's like 29 inches or 25 inches. And they were like, I think they start at like 50 or something. And I was like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> like they don't, they don't even have them. Yeah. It's a weird place. And like, I'd never experienced that style of like, uh, that reaction of like, we can do this for you, but like, we're going to make you feel really weird. And we like, we don't want it for you. And I was just like, okay, we'll just leave. And then we have them still. And we're like, we're not going to just start using it. Like we're going to just take them somewhere else or like I can give them to. Yeah. Yeah. I can take them and pay you guys for them because I have to go anyways and get new ones. I'm not done with mine yet. You're going to get so many comments on this podcast of people who want those canisters. It's going to be crazy. But the thing is, like, whenever you get a new one, then you have that many. Like, we used to just have Mm -hmm. one. And then we got, like, a second one. And then it's like, then you always have to get two at a time. So if I give them to you, you then have two more. So, like, it doesn't make sense. Like, I'm I'm fine with just getting a dollar. I'm fine with not getting any money, really. And it's, it is insane how awkward they are. They're like two feet long. They're 500 pounds. Yeah. And it's like, if you put it's it in a bag. It's also that London Drugs being the only place that carries them is that I'll go weeks and weeks and weeks without replacing it. And then I'll just buy like La Croix or whatever, which I don't know if I have a preference for any of them. But then I just, the reason why I bought the SodaStream was to not buy cans and cans and cans and cans and cans so yeah, I'm still I doing was, it I was the same way but it just seems like the company is not great so I'm like I don't want to like 
support that company for forever. Well, they they used to be owned. They used to be an Israeli company, but now they're owned by Pepsi, I think. And Pepsi's yeah. not a good company. And I don't want to support that either way. <laughs> like, it's, yeah. like, it's just not great. And I'm like, I just want a fucking glass of water with bubbles in it. And I don't want to be like <laughs> making a bad political statement by doing that. <laughs> There's no ethical consumption in late stage soda streams <laughs> that's true and i'm like you know i'm sure someone will now tell me that uh Lacroix or lacroix well you know what is like evil it really feels like you can't win and you've made this decision so listeners like if you can hold back let's just let jessica <laughs> have this she needs it the other thing is i'm also just drinking a lot of more tap water too and being like i don't need bubbles in every glass to feel fulfilled you really are 35 almost I'm a big girl now. Big girl now. I don't need bubbles. Yeah. I can have big girl water. We know we're in our 30s or older because we are talking so lengthy, lengthily about bubbly water. Yeah, it's I, you important know, to it's us. It's always been a passion of mine, to be honest. And they say white people have no culture. Look at us. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of uh, lacking culture, should we do a segment? Yeah. Yeah. What segment should we start with? Uh, let's keep it on the white people culture train and talk about potatoes. Yeah. Potato business. Do you cut it into fries? Do you bake it into pie? Potato business. Do you keep it in a bowl? Do you stick it in a hole? Potato business. Um, sorry, I don't mean to make this a race issue, but uh, Adam, we mm-hmm. have like lots of hot takes and cool takes on potatoes. Where do you stand? Oh, man. Well, here's where I am. Um, it was actually my nickname from almost as far as I can think. My mom, when I was a kid, would call me potato. Oh, oh where's my potato? Aww. Come here, potato. So I thought that was really adorable. So for like... All, all the way up into my 20s, she called me Potato. And then going back to New York, I moved there from Vancouver for a couple of years. And um, one of my best friends that I made there, out of nowhere, just started calling me Potato. Wow. Because my name is Adam Pateman, and he thought Pateman sounded like Paytato. Mm-hmm. And so to this day, potato. like, he'll, yeah, Paytato. And so he'll text me all the time, like, hey, Potato, how's it going? Hey, or it. like, the most recently, he's like, hey, Potato, I heard that BC is on fire. I'm like, yeah, I know. Like, we were in the news. And and uh, so every time, like, Potato is, like, just, like, as a word on its own, on, like, a sign on, like, the side of, like, a weird grocery store at East Van, I see it as, like, this, like, oh, it's it's me. It's, like, that's yeah. my my name. So that's that's my... You are Potato. potato. Wow. I am. That's beautiful. If you drop salad on yourself, you can be potato salad. Yeah. That's what I've been trying to... Or if I rub mayo on myself and put a little bit of dill on top of that. Yeah. That's, you know, Mm, the same. Salt and pepper. That's a different thing. Amazing. Uh, (laughs) Jessica. (laughs) Yes. Do you have potato business this week? I do. We got an email from a listener. Zachary, who said, Dear podcast, here's some potato business you can discuss on the podcast if you need some. 
Do you know that that for sure was written to you? He just wrote Dear Podcast. Yeah, well, that could be anyone. It's two retail nightmares as a whole. So Mm -hmm. Um, it was just an article from The Guardian uh, that Zachary linked to uh, that just says, Not so humble, potato photographer of the year 2021. Shouldn't it say potato photography? Anyway, it's a bunch of um, art like made out of potatoes. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Just like I potato. Love- There's like mm-hmm. a, a, a girl with a necklace made of potatoes. <laughs> like the scream re- reenacted with potatoes. Whoa. Like a Heinz bottle that's been like photoshopped to say potato ketchup. And it's like instead of Heinz. it being red, it's made out of potatoes. You know, potato art. The fact that that is... <laughs> <laughs> Never. Did you guys ever? Did you guys ever make potato like stamps, stamps in elementary yeah. school? Yeah, yeah. That was the best. And I remember also I saw this thing where they would like carve. People would carve faces, like they would, you know, chisel like faces into potatoes, and then they'd let them dry out, yeah. and then the faces would get all wrinkly, so it looked like old people. Yeah, they do that with apples too. Yes. Um, yeah, like. Potatoes are so versatile, really. I mean, there's so many different ways to enjoy them, not just ingestion, but like art. Oh, art. oh yeah. I actually have some real potato. It, it, it does a sweet potato count in terms of this conversation. I, mean, I don't mean a, to it's a no bulldoze. <laughs> okay, never mind. I have a great pota- sweet potatoes. <laughs> I, we had a sweet potato that was just sitting in a bowl on our counter and it started sprouting little thingies, right? As they do. And I and they started looking like kind of like little leaves. And I was like, oh, man, I wonder what would happen if I planted this. I should turn around my camera in a bit and show you. I put a sweet potato in a pot of dirt like three weeks ago. It has now turned into a vine (gasps) about five feet long. Cool. It is. I will send you a picture. You can put it on your thing. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I know. It's like that. Creepy. National Film Board That's short really where cool. the guy finds that little like seedling in the street and he brings it inside his home and then it takes over his entire house. Do you remember that one? They played it a lot on the Knowledge Network in between oh, shows. I think so. That sounds familiar. I really like that one. If, if, if it's if it was along the log driver's waltz, they probably saw it. Yeah, so. and like the big snit, all those classic little mm-hmm. NFB shorts that are like ingrained in our minds forever. Uh, what about you, Alicia? Do you have any potato business? Um, I had the best fries in the city last night from Meat on May. Mm. And Hank and I shared them. And feeding Hank a french fry is the cutest. <laughs> His little eyes, like he, he opens them so wide to take it out of my hand. He's just like, it's potato time. <laughs> and for like having a picky dog, like he'll eat a lot of people food, but not a ton of vegetables. And I know potatoes really straddle the line, but... We love giving him a French fry. Yeah, that sounds fun. That's so cute. Yeah. Sharing I, I any did. meal with a dog is the best. Yes. I my dog Gus a, a fry for the first time in his life, oh, maybe, maybe, about a week ago. And I know he was a rescue from Mexico, so who knows what he was eating down there. But he the was stuff. into it. Oh, yeah. man, was he into it. He's probably more corn-based uh, south of the border. Mm. Yeah. I'm going to guess. I know I know for a fact from photos from from the rescue that he was being given hot dogs, and that's his that's his oh wow his come hither treat. That's his recall treat. <laughs> that's his love language. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Acts of oh, service wow. and hot dogs. 
Wow. Uh, I've watched a ton of dating shows this summer, more than usual. Usually I watch maybe one or two a year, but I, I binged and watched all of Love Island, which was, I don't know, 85 episodes. Whoa. I think it was actually like 30 episodes and it wasn't good. And I watched F-Boy Island. And I've seen a few other things, and it's very, very funny for people to discuss love languages at the level that these shows are. Because <laughs> it's like such a self-helpy thing, and they're like all these like super hot people that are never going to stay together. Yeah. One point of like every single conversation was like, "What's your love language?" And I'm like, "No one gives a shit what your love language is here. This is to potato. win a hundred thousand dollars." <laughs> it's potato. Um, it's, it's always potatoes. Mine's more corn, but. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm glad that Gus is safe, but I'm sure he does miss the deliciousness of Mexican food. Yeah. Um, so, this brings us to our next segment, which is... We were going to do Worst Present? Was that right? Yeah, Worst Present from a Family Member. Oh, yeah. yeah. The Worst Present Ever from a Family Member. The Worst Present Ever from a Family Member. Adam, what's your Worst Present? Received oh, or Given. Oh man, <laughs> I I forgot that given was an option, but I'm still going to go with uh, received. My uncle Don, who looks exactly like Steve Martin, if Steve Martin wasn't funny, and even though Steve <laughs> Martin, current Steve Martin is very unfunny. Look at so his he's Twitter, just a man with unfunny. white hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But his nose, his eyebrows, everything. You look at him, you're like, oh wow, that is definitely Steve Martin. So he was notoriously the worst gift giver in my family for for kids and stuff and one year he gave me and i remember i was like i was getting really into like weird bands like primus and mr bungle and stuff and like i was like a real you know i i was a very real anti-mainstream music kid and he gave me a, a cd of savage garden and i was just devastated <laughs> the one the like the the famous one like the, the truly madly deeply Ooh, i want you i don't know if yeah. i need you i don't know because i never took it out of the cellophane uh <laughs> it was in my out. oh dude I, behind, I'll bet, like, behind the cd was an image from a hieronymus bosch painting like that's how freaky oh. they were they weren't as like you know saccharine as you thought like they had the mm. owl with a bunch of legs coming out of it it was my one of my first CDs ever, but yeah, that's in first CD territory. This was like '97 or whatever year mm-hmm. that was, and but yeah, I, I hid it in my top drawer in my room for <laughs> for years because I was like, I don't want anyone to know that I own this. Couldn't you give uh, it to like a sister or something? I took it to a CD uh, exchange place called Disc and Dat in Tawasin, <laughs> British Columbia. Disc and Dat. Disc. Dat was an an apostrophe. Disc and dat. (laughs) And I exchanged it for, I guess, like store credit. And it went towards like $2, which I used to buy my very first vinyl, which was (laughs) Morrison Hotel by the Doors, which is a pretty cool choice for like a 12-year-old kid. But I honestly didn't like look at that record for years and years and years until very recently. And I took it out of its sleeve like a year ago. And I was like, oh, I should try to listen to The Doors again. And it was covered in my dog from that time's fur. Oh, because it's like static, statically charged and it just attracts. Oh, yeah. Just coated in red, uh, like uh, gold retriever fur. See, I would, to this day, I would rather listen to Savage Garden than The Doors. (laughs) 
Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, yeah, and I understand that. It's yeah. amazing how things change. I have that CD in my car. Like, <laughs> not my original one. I like found it in a box of CDs outside someone's house in Mount Pleasant. But uh, I mean, the hits are still pretty. I forget. I was watching something recently and in the background, I was like, it's Savage Garden. Oh, my God. I was like very excited. Every like pop bubblegum 90s pop song is like if you if you just put on, you know, 90s pop music as a playlist on Spotify, I guarantee you it'll like it'll make you stop whatever suicide you're about to perform. It's (laughs) like it's impossible to kill yourself listening to Len. That's, well, mm, I would argue <laughs> maybe not. But <laughs> yeah, you're right. At the time, for sure, you would have. But that it's like that thing, because that's the music that we listened to, like when we were teenagers, that like by the time we're 80, you know, I may have forgotten every single important detail in my life, but I will be able to sing along to like the fast parts in TLC songs, like the raps, mm-hmm. like I'll know... <laughs> clear as dvd on digital tv screen like <laughs> forever uh and i'm not mad about it like it could have been a, a worse time in music but i guess that's the whole point is that like you're just biased to whatever you heard when you were a teenager um yeah. i can't think of any presents right now it's like my birthday is in like four days and my mom keeps like texting me asking me like what do you need what do you want and i'm like well i would like to clean this rug i would like to buy a new chair and she's just like you want me to clean the rug for you? And I'm like, no, can can you like, just give me some money to go towards that? Like, you don't have to do it. You don't have to pay for the whole thing. But like, if you want to throw 50 bucks my way, like, that's cool. I'm cool with that. But she's just like, oh, that's so tacky. Just giving money. And I was like, no, it's the best. I love it. No, no. If I'm telling you that that's (laughs) what I want, can you just do that and not get me something weird that I'll never use? Um, it's that time of the podcast when we've come to our final segment, Papo of the Week. <laughs> Adam, we've already discussed your Papo. I mean, it doesn't have to be Gus, Gus, but like, I'm, we hope guess- it is. I'm guessing it's going it to have to be. Yeah. Tell us how you got Gus. Oh, man. Okay. First of all, let me just say, I the lottery with this dog holy moly we got this dog uh, for, uh he's a rescue from the yucatan peninsula very close to where apparently the the meteor that killed the dinosaurs landed oh cool he's from there oh wow yeah isn't that awesome i thought uh, you were gonna say very close to where they shot predator and i was like that's <laughs> cool too wow what a jump no, like it sounds like it's it's very up in the air of like how old he is. Like uh, they said he was three, and we took him to the vet, and the vet was like, "Well, he's anywhere between three and seven. Oh, wow. So like, oh, okay. Wow. But he's like this uber mutt who's just like our vet was like, "We I, we have no idea what breed he is. He's just like a mix of like nine different things with maybe a little bit of terrier in there. He's he mostly looks like lips. <laughs> oh yeah, he's got a really big weird lower lip." He's got a human lip on the bottom, and he's got this insane, hilarious underbite. And that's his Instagram handle is uh, underbite.gus, if you want to check him out. He's extremely okay. funny looking. Um, big funny. And he's got always got, like, one fang, lower fang going up over his, going from, from below to up. Mm-hmm. And he has, like, this weird, like, surfer dude, bedhead look at all times. And he's like, there's not an ounce of him 
or a milligram of him that is evil. He's just like all uh, sweetness and loveliness, and he's just afraid of everything. But that's that's a description of him. Um, but the thing that has recently been so adorable about him is that we've recently started treat, ter, uh, training him how to do like little tricks because oh, uh, nice. he's like finally coming out of his shell. And the cutest goddamn thing in the world is when we say uh, sneaky sneakies. And if he's <laughs> down on his little, if he's on all fours and he's just like down on the ground, if you say sneaky sneakies, he'll scooch and crawl towards you. Wow. And it, so it is like a, a very smart. But also, like, every time it does it, it's like every synapse in our brain just fires and we go, ah, cute. It's insane. <laughs> it's great. I really like, hope that oh. he is three and not six. Yeah. because He also, looks really young. You can't teach an old dog new tricks, yeah. so he's got to be a new dog. Right? Yeah. He's, well, he's new for brain. us. I that's mean, how my brain works. Yeah. If he's new to somebody, you can train him. Yeah, that's true. But that's great. He can be like a stealthy assassin now. <laughs> that's the next stage. Yeah, that's what we're going for. It's like cute, 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 and then murder. <laughs> like that's, oh. yeah, right? You can get away with anything with a dog that cute. Well, I'm very happy that you two found each other. And yeah, it's a very cute little, little home you got there. Thank you. He's a, uh, yeah. And uh, to be fair, my wife found him. She was like, what do you think of this dog? And it was like immediately, of like course. she was looking at different rescue agencies in Mexico. And it was like, I, I looked for like a millisecond. I'm like, yep, that's our dog. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. You just know. 100%. Yeah. You yeah. knew. It was like that book Blink. I, I never read that. Yeah. yeah. Well. It fe- featured in a. Uh... The White Lotus. The White Lotus. I know. That's right. Now I'm like, well, if that guy's reading that book, I guess I'll never read that book. Yeah. It's just, that's, I think that was just a really funny choice because like that is the last book you'd expect that asshole to be reading. Okay. Well, I need to look it up and find out what it's all about. It's Malcolm Gladwell. He writes great stuff. Oh, okay. Um, Alicia, who's? Um, My pup over the week is Hank. I've sent both of you a picture of him on Instagram. Because I was wondering where he was. Usually he sits by my feet when I'm working or on the podcast. He occasionally will sleep on the couch. It's new for him. <laughs> I uh, assumed he was sleeping in the bed. Uh, he's also really taken to sleeping sort of like a human in the bed. It's really cute. Mm-hmm. But he know he he's just been standing this entire time. Staring into the kitchen. Just so, right on the so border. For an hour and 40 minutes. He's just been standing and staring, waiting to go for a walk. Wow. Yeah. I, like I had suspected he needed a walk. He gets a good, he gets a couple of good walks a day, but sometimes on podcast nights, I don't always have like a plan. Like I thought five o'clock was six o'clock for oh, wow. an hour. And I was like, oh, well, I got to get set up. And then realized I had like a whole hour and a half. Amazing. But yeah, Hank is just, he's so great and he's so sweet and we played so much today. He found this little cellophane flower that someone had put on a gift for me a while ago and I, it fell out of somewhere and I forgot to pick it up and he played with it for maybe three hours today. Oh, wow. Like just like playing with it and shaking it and like dancing with it and he's just so so sweet and so funny. The The picture that you sent us, he's like right like before the threshold of the kitchen is he allowed to go in the kitchen or is that like a yeah he's allowed and it's funny like both the bathroom and kitchen were both rooms he'd never really walked into until recently 
Okay. He was never that dog that walked into the bathroom when I was in the bathroom, and now he does. And, like, I don't mind, because, honestly, like, my I love my dog no matter where he is. Yeah, and a pet, like, watching you have a shower or a bath is the sweetest, because they're like, what? It's really Why cute are when you he comes in to that? see, like, what the t- what's going on in the tub. Why are you so wet? <laughs> it's like, you like this? Yeah. Yeah. I just know some some dogs who are like not allowed in the kitchen and they'll do that thing where they'll like have their paws right at the very edge and they're like, I'm not actually begging. I'm not in the kitchen. But if something drops, like I'll help you clean it up. Hank is also not he's not much of a scavenger. Yeah. Like he likes certain things, but I gave him a piece of vegan cheese today and he was like, fuck no. He's and like, I had to pick I it up and compost it up. Know what this is. Yeah, he's like, This is not food. Yeah. Don't try and pull the wool over my eyes, Alicia. Um, Jessica, do you have a puppo? I do. There's a new cat in town. Oh, whoa. Um, And it hangs out near Rico, who's one of my all-time number one neighborhood cats. He's a egg-shaped tuxedo cat. I've talked about yeah. him a ton. Uh, it's actually almost the anniversary. Tomorrow will be the anniversary of me getting my tonsils out last year, exactly one whoa. year ago. That's the thing that people celebrate, too. So it's good that you keep keeping track to. of that. It's been a great... I mean, there's been some really terrible shit that's happened since August 20th, 2020 to August 20th, 2021. But uh, my tonsils uh, not being in my body has been a great improvement. But yeah, like I... A year ago, I think it was maybe like day three or day four, I was finally like able to go outside for a walk. And I walked about like a block and I saw Rico and I like picked him up and held him. And I felt like my little like status, my like HP energy bar just like <laughs> fill up. But like for my soul, he's, you know, classic pup forever in my heart. But there's a new cat in town that hangs out sort of in Rico's um, territory. And I don't think they're friends yet, but like they're... The first time I saw them at the same time, there was like hissing. And now it's just like they're tolerating each other. But it is a younger cat. The cat is all black and very friendly. You can do the classic like and it'll come running towards you. And it does have a collar on. But we're not quite sure what the cat's name is because on the collar where it should say its name, it just says name cat. Um, name, I, like name cat? It says name cat. Like it was just like. Name semicolon cat or name cat all one word. Name, new word, cat. Weird. And then there's like a phone number and an address on the other side. So it's like they just were filling it out and they didn't take the template off, you know? You should take it off and like put a question mark where that is and then put it back on. I just love calling this cat name cat. Name cat. (laughs) It's name cat. And, you know, like if you call an animal something enough, it comes when you say that. So I love name cat. But also, like, if I encounter it at the same time as Rico, I have to, like, play it cool and be like, oh, I'm not friends with this cat, Rico. Like, nothing to see here. And name cat's, like, rubbing itself all over my legs. And I'm like, I'm here to see you, Rico. And then... When Rico can't see, I'm like, hey, name cat, let's play. <laughs> I love so, it. I love this cat. There's And there's a new cat like one block away from me to look out for. So my street is just a magical cat heaven. And I'm I'm very grateful. Mm. That's beautiful. I, lo- I can't wait to see a picture of name cat. I have taken some videos, but I didn't post them just because like everything seemed terrible. And I was like, the world doesn't need me posting more shit. But. Maybe I'll it sounds it. like it's exactly what it needs. That's true. You could save humanity with Namecat. With Namecat. I truly could. So I'll find it and I'll post it. 
Um, should we should we say our goodbyes? Sure. This is I don't know if you can really see see that, but oh, there it is. <laughs> it's tag that says is really weird name, name cat. cat on it, and it's shaped like a fish too. Um, it's just like a friendly little cat with an orange collar. That's Jay oh, petting man, it. Man, that's a precious being. Yeah, very cute. So, Adam, if mm-hmm. our listeners would like mm-hmm. to follow you or your dog or find <laughs> out more about what it is that you do. How can they do that? Oh, man. Uh, go to Google.com. Uh, please follow. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Please. Com, come on. Come uh, on. Come on. <laughs> Cat on. <laughs> uh, yeah, please follow Gus if you want to. His uh, underbite.gus on Instagram. We try to post as much as we can. I mean, there's so much content. He just keeps posing cutely. Yeah. So. Honestly, there's more content there than there is on my Instagram, which is Adam Pates, if you want to go there. But I don't really have anything to plug, but uh, I do have an AdamPateman.com that I update once every two and a half years. Oh, Uh, There's still some stuff where it's like, Adam recently did The Fringe in 2015. (laughs) So you can go (laughs) check that out. Um, I'm on Twitter at Adam Pateman. Like, I I actually, I got my actual name, just all one word, at Adam Pateman. And that's probably my biggest claim to fame. Cool. So, yeah, check that out if you want. Well, I just followed Underbite Gus. I didn't even realize he had his own account. I had just been enjoying the content through your personal account. So I'm excited (laughs) for even more. Oh, yeah. Just stay tuned. Oh, I'm I'm here for it. Alicia, what Mm. what can people if you want to buy my book, you can buy my book. Just buy it already. I, I read it and it's so funny and so good. Yeah, it is so hard to find a good, funny book. And it was like, all I had ever found was like a Jack Handy book that I was like, oh, this is laugh out loud funny. And the second book I've only ever found in my life that I actually laugh out loud is Alicia's book. So wow. please buy it. Oh my God, it's, very it's funny. sweet. Alicia Tobin and Jack Handy. Yeah. Two uh, comedy greats. Please Jessica. join up. Um, if people want to support us on Patreon, they can do that at patreon.com slash retail nightmares. If you want to buy a tote bag or other various merch, you can go to retailnightmares.bigcartel.com. And uh, if you, yeah, if you want to see name cat, you can follow me at <laughs> energy slime. Uh, energy slime will once again, one day perform live, but, uh, stay tuned for when that may or may not be, uh, we're set to have our first practice this weekend and I'm very excited to play music with other people again. So great. Adam, thank you so much for joining us. Please come back whenever you like. We know you have so many stories. Uh, Jessica, you're a a puppo of my heart. Happy birthday. (laughs) Oh yeah, that. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> I keep and forgetting. To, uh, Happy tonsils yeah. birthday! Happy oh, thank tonsil you. Tonsilversary. And to our listeners, uh, hang in there. We love you. Yeah, okay, we bye. love you all. Bye.